Have you ever felt so lost in your life that your soul feels so empty? Feeling the need to find that purpose and healing? Holy Crave Podcast is for anyone who is starting their journey through self-love or anyone who is embarking holistic healing. Women who need empowerment. Women who don't have a voice. Women who want to jumpstart their journey in reaching their higher self. In each episode, I share bit-size of my story of how I overcame an autoimmune disease and lessons I've learned in my life. We'll talk about how I had to unlearn old thought patterns that's not serving me anymore. Fears I had to acknowledge and overcome one by one. Recognizing my ego's self-limiting beliefs about my full potential and having my mentors along the way who have helped me shift that mindset to tuned in tapped in and turned on to my most authentic self. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. This is already my 11th episode. I am so grateful for you guys and always tuning in every week that I publish my episodes. And before we get started, I just want you to know that season one is almost over. And yes, I'm really grateful for all of your support with my journey. And today's episode, you will learn a lot of things about law of attraction. My guest is amazing. She is my mentor and she is a spiritual mindset coach, or I should say a manifestation coach, who teaches people and inspires them to manifest money not only money but love and abundance throughout your life she is also a very successful podcast host and a ceo and founder of her company pursuit of bliss i basically stumbled upon her through instagram where she messaged me about what do i want to manifest in life and that really reflected me upon my journal where i wanted a mentor a coach, a life coach who would guide me throughout my healing. And I didn't know what to expect with her programs that day, but there was a time where I was a little skeptical. And we're also going to talk about that today, the myths and the woo-woo things that people think about law of attraction and spirituality. But when I surrendered, I just, I went through her program. Like I, I enrolled myself and I said, I'm ready that was the continuation of my journey with my healing and with her program it literally transformed me and helped me to go through and dive deeper throughout my healing because I've been doing it for the past three years and she amplified that and with this episode It'll open your eyes on what manifestation is, that it is possible because Kristen Jenna is a living proof and she just recently manifested her dream house. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear this and I wanted to share with you guys what I learned from her. So let's go ahead and sit back and relax and let's get started. Thank you, first of all, for having me. I am so honored and excited to be here and have this conversation with you. And yeah, so my name is Kristen and I'm a manifestation coach. And where did it all start from? Wow. Um, you know, do we have five hours? I could go on forever. But I guess the short summary of it is a couple of years ago, I hit a rock bottom in my life where I kind of have tried everything over and over and over to change my life and nothing freaking worked. And that's when manifestation fell into my lap. And I was so desperate 
I was willing to give it a shot, even though I was a huge skeptic. And I ended up dedicating myself to studying it and applying it to my life. And my life completely transformed in a matter of months. And I ended up manifesting everything on my vision board and, and more. And so now I've dedicated my life to helping others to do the same because I want everyone to be able to experience what I've experienced. Cause I know what it's like to be at that rock bottom and to just feel like there's no hope, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like you helped me so much throughout like working with you in your programs. So I definitely see that you've been really manifesting nonstop ever since I've known you like your house. Congratulations again for wow. Like it's just such an inspirational (laughs) move. What is law of attraction for you and what are the myths or misconception about it? So Law of attraction is just, you know, it's a universal law, just the same way gravity is, right? It's like always at play. It's never not at play. And basically what it tells us is that the energy we put out is what we receive back, right? We're the creators of our reality. We live in a holographic universe. Everything in our world is a reflection of what's going on within us and what's going on within the collective consciousness of, you know, everyone in our own energy and misconceptions, um, I think the biggest misconception that you probably hear this all the time, right? You got to be high vibe to manifest, right? Because the energy you put out creates your vibration and your vibration attracts your reality to you. So if you want to attract a better life, you have to be high vibe. And it's true. We want to raise our vibes. But the big misconception is that we do that by pretending to be happy or that we have to be cheerful all the time or you know, we have to be always in a good mood and that's what high vibe is. And that's actually the opposite of what high vibe is. And I see this all the time in the manifestation or law of attraction world. And it's like, gotta be high vibe. And so it creates this culture of people ignoring and repressing and bypassing their very real emotions that need to be felt and heard and understood. And so I think a misconception is that it's all positive thinking and, and, you know, happiness when in reality, a big part of manifestation is the shadow work and facing the stuff that we don't actually really want to face, you know, and that's what creates the deep transformation that actually raises your vibration long-term and allows you to call in these magical experiences that most of us want to have. Yes, I totally agree. Cause I remember you said this, you attract what you are and doing, speaking of shadow work, like, can you explain us more about that to people like who doesn't really know where to start and where to begin with since like for me in the beginning, my perception about law of attraction is just like that. Like just be in a high vibe, be in a positive mode, even if you're faking it. Mm-hmm. So now that you mentioned shadow work, cause I've done it with you as well and totally transformational for me. Yeah. And I would love for you to explain it to people who are really curious and doesn't really know what is the in-depth meaning of it. Yeah, totally. So Shadow work is just, right, when you think of spirituality or manifestation, we think of like love and light and love and light is what it is. However, there is also the polarity, which is like the darkness, the part that we don't want to look at. And a lot of people think that, you know, diving into this work is really just, like I said, feeling good all the time. And when we do that, we bypass the actual deep work. And that is looking at the parts of us that don't feel like love and light, the parts of us that feel like sadness, that feel like grief, that feel like rage, that feel like, you know, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. Um, You know, traumas that we've experienced in our lives that we haven't fully faced, things like that, right? Because even if we deny that, we push it away, we repress it, we bypass it. It's still a part of us. It's still a part of our dominant vibration. And when we ignore the shadow side of this work, the parts of us that we don't want to look at, don't want to face, we're literally pushing away 
half of what is creating our reality, right? So we can't actually transform our entire reality in the ways that we want to unless we look at the whole picture. And the whole picture is always going to be dark and light, right? Shadow and light. And so that's really what all shadow work is, is looking at what you could call the shadow side of you, right? The part that doesn't feel like love and light. And in reality, it is all love, right? It all, everything is healed and transmuted through love. And so when we look at the shadow side of us, the part that doesn't feel good enough, doesn't feel worthy, that we judge whatever it might be. And we're able to look at that part of us from a place of love and acceptance, right? That's where the transformation happens. But most people resist that. We push it away, we judge it, and therefore it becomes a dominant part of our vibration. And then we continue to attract situations which reflect the emotions we don't want to feel. Then we wonder why our life is going up in flames. And it's because we're bypassing the shadow work. (laughs) I agree. Because for the longest time, I've been really, I'm detached to my emotions. Like I was just diving into just like sports or diverting my emotions through us. I wasn't really trying to feel the feels and ignoring the fact that I am still going through a lot and I still need a lot of healing. So I, ever since I worked with you, I feel like I was able to really remove all of, or not totally remove, but still like be able to highlight those things that I was just Mm -hmm. putting under the rug. So that is a huge shift for me. So I'm so grateful for that. And speaking of spirituality, uh, you mentioned that earlier. It was really important for me to integrate that with the law of attraction or manifesting the life that I desire. What is the importance of it for you? Like, So to me, it's central to everything. And everyone has a different d- definition of spirituality. You know, people ask me, like, are you spiritual? Do you have spiritual practices? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't really like the label of being spiritual and not spiritual because the same way as religion, everyone has a different definition of what it means. And for me, it's like, I'm just living my life, right? I'm just living my life. And the way I perceive my life is that I am an eternal divine soul experiencing this human experience for a short period of time in this human body. And that's how I live my life. And so a big part of manifestation for me is faith. Yeah. And having faith in something bigger than me, bigger than just my human existence. And for me, that's the universe. I like to use the word universe. You know, for me, it's the same as God, source, spirit, energy, divine love, like whatever you want to call it. Everyone has a different word. But for me, the basis of everything is connecting with something bigger than yourself and having that faith that it's not just you, right? Like we're so guided, we're so supportive. And whatever that looks like and whatever that means for you is beautiful. But the only way to truly tap into that deep belief necessary to manifest the big things is to come from that place of faith because manifestation oftentimes means taking leaps of faith, right? Leaping into the unknown, taking risks, feeling uncertain. And to have that kind of courage requires faith. And for some people that faith comes from a place of religion. And for me, it comes from, I guess what would be typically labeled as spirituality, right? Like not really being connected to a specific religion, but still having that faith and that belief in something larger than me and that belief that I'm so guided and so supported. Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, that's where the spirituality or whatever you want to call it comes in is just, to me, it's just faith. I agree. I feel like I grew up in a very religious household, but all throughout this transformational part of my life as well as like when I found spirituality to be more universal that I felt not boxed in a specific Mm -hmm. belief so I love how I can connect and pray everywhere that I wanted to so that I felt really belong and like you said like that fate where 
it's unwavering fate with the universe that made me feel more protected in what I wanted to decide. So that yeah. forward. Yeah. Just like here in podcasts, my faith, what I manifested it when you said like, just put a date and then launch it. So I felt like that fate in me with that being said, it's just so powerful for any yeah so beautiful and I think a lot of people have experiences like you where they grow up in a really religious environment and it kind of turns them off of it that happened to me with religion is I kind of was turned off of it because of my experiences but what I now believe is that you know there's nothing wrong with religion religion is just learning from other people's experiences yeah. of spirituality and spirituality is having the experience yourself right like your own experience is central to your faith rather than learning from someone else's and there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. it has to do with like where you find the most faith and where you find the most belief because that's all that matters yes oh my gosh that's such a great explanation for that <laughs> with regards to manifestation can you give us like easy steps for people who wanted to know or just curious about it and how to manifest? Yeah. So manifestation is such a complex topic, right? It's simple and complex at the same time because there's simple steps to manifest, but there's a lot of deep work to be done to clear the way, clear your energy to make room for your manifestations to come in. And so to manifest huge changes in your life. It requires like doing that deep, the work that you've done, right? Diving into the shadow, diving into the deep subconscious mind, all of that work. However, there are simple steps to manifest for someone who's listening. They're like brand new to this and they want to just practice manifesting. (laughs) So my favorite method to give people that's really simple is to start off number one, setting an intention. And I recommend picking an intention of something that makes you excited, but doesn't feel too outlandish right? So for me in the beginning, it was like manifesting $20 So you know, something small like that, that didn't seem too crazy to me because I was a skeptic in the beginning. So setting the intention. And then number two is feeling gratitude as if it's already yours, right? So imagining like, okay, like let's say it's $20. Like I'm just going to imagine that someone literally gave me $20 last night. It appeared in my bank account. Like it's already mine. It's in my Venmo. It's in my bank. Like I already have it. How would I feel if I knew that was my reality? Like how can I immerse myself in the gratitude of having that? And my favorite little quick tip that I used to always do, I still do sometimes, is I'll literally write a physical thank you note to the universe for the $20 or whatever I'm manifesting and go hide it away somewhere. Because step three is um, letting it go, right? Surrendering, um, letting go of the timeline of when it's going to come, of how it's going to come. And so I'll like write my little thank you note to the universe, hide it away and not look at it. And then your only job is to go experience joy, go experience play, go live as present, as grounded in the present moment as you possibly can. Because when you're grounded in play and joy and gratitude in the present moment, you don't even have the space to be stressing about whether or not yeah. your manifestation is coming. And that's the energy that calls it in. So if you're brand new, set the intention, feel the gratitude, let it go. Those are three simple steps to start practicing manifestation in your life. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. For the people who already know about this, there are things that I notice as well with me. There are major blockages and manifestation that sometimes tend to happen. I would love to know what are the things that you think blocks the manifestation quickly or was it from, you know, like other external external factors that affect someone from focusing on what they wanted to manifest. Um, Can you tell us more about that and how can you release it? Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many ways that we can be blocking ourselves. Um, You know, your only limitation is you, right? Like 
the universe is unlimited abundance. We're made up of the same stuff. And so are we, but we also have free will. We're humans, which means any limitations we create in our mind will be reflected back to us in our realities, even though abundance is our birthright and our nature, right? We have to have a limitless mind and abundance mindset to actually call in that abundance in our physical reality. And so any limitations we experience, it starts starts up here, starts in our minds first, starts in our hearts, starts within us and our belief system. And so a lot of the blockages come from beliefs that we have. And 95% of our beliefs are highly subconscious. And the way it works is before the age of seven, our brains are in kind of like this theta mode where it's almost like a hypnosis like stage of our brain and everything we experience gets kind of like almost like hypnosis like trapped into our subconscious and it creates this lens with which we view reality so our belief systems are set in place by the age of seven and if we learned in childhood experiences that money is hard to come by or i'm not good enough or it's not safe for me to be in my authentic self or i'm not worthy of love anything we learn can come from parents hollywood media news music peers, teachers, school, it can come from anything that gets trapped away in our subconscious mind. Suddenly we're adults. We have subconscious beliefs that we're not aware of that say, I'm not worthy of money. I'm not worthy of love. And so we keep trying to make money. We keep trying to find love and it doesn't work over and over and over. We think something's wrong with us. But in reality, it's just that our subconscious mind is, is creating our reality, right? And as long as we're only working with what we have conscious awareness of, we have all of these blockages that we don't even realize exist. And so that's the biggest thing that blocks most people is, you know, your life is a reflection of your belief systems. Most of that being subconscious. So the biggest blocks come from belief systems that were built in childhood. And the number one step to working through these is awareness of them, right? That's like 90, 95%. And, um, you know, there's so many other blocks, for example, feeling desperate for your manifestations, um, being worried that they're not going to come. And oftentimes this block comes from a place of unconsciously projecting something that we need on a material thing, like saying, I don't feel safe or secure within myself. Therefore, I think if I manifest $10,000, I'll finally feel safe and secure or I'll finally feel happy. So we feel desperate because there's something within us that we're not giving ourselves permission to feel or be connected to. And we project it on something external from us. And that creates desperation. And the reality is you have everything within you that you'll ever need. All of the safety, abundance, connection, love, joy, it all exists within you and your connection to your highest self, to the universe. And when we deny ourselves that, we feel desperate for our manifestations because we think it's going to bring us this feeling that we desire. And, you know, that's the fast track to self-sabotage. And that's the place that most people manifest from until they start doing this, this deep inner work. So I would say that's the second biggest block I see in people. Mm, I love that. Like, cause I used to tend to be desperate at some point when I started manifesting like when I feel like it's not coming, oh my gosh, what's going on? I'm questioning and like yeah. questioning my worth of having that. Yeah. I totally resonate with what you just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um abundance. Um, I had a lot of misconception about it in the beginning. So the first time that I learned about abundance, I thought it was just only about money. Mm. Can you explain us further what does it mean to be in abundance state or be feeling abundant? Yeah, definitely. So abundance is 
energy. It's a vibration. It's a frequency, right? Uh, money is one physical manifestation as a result of the energy of abundance, but money itself is not abundance. Money is just a neutral energy. It's just a neutral as a tool. It's just, it's neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. It's not abundance. It can be the effect of you embodying the vibration of abundance. However, abundance means abundance in all areas, right? Abundance and wealth and finances and relationships and laughter and connection and love and nature and beauty and environment. Abundance is any and everything. So when we embody the vibration of abundance, we attract abundance in all areas of life, not just finances, right? That's just one tiny portion of this. And attracting money is simply the side effect of you embodying abundance. And so abundance is truly coming back to our natural vibration, our natural frequency, which is the frequency of, of love, of knowing our worth, right? True understanding of our worth, true, like coming back to our nature of love. And that's truly what abundance is, is that knowing that I am so guided and, and provided for, and all of my needs are always met and exceeded no matter what, no matter what. And regardless of what my 3d reality shows me, I'm still okay always. And that is abundance being in that space of love and faith and safety, regardless of what goes on around you. And when we hold that energy within us, when we ground ourselves in that energy and our connection to our highest selves in the universe, to God, whatever word resonates with anyone who's listening, that is where the vibration of abundance comes from. And that is what attracts all else, which is why, you know, people want to manifest money. Um, that's not separate from, your healing, right? It's not separate from diving into your self-worth, diving into healing your traumas, diving into releasing your repressed emotions, because that's how we return to our true nature, right? We release all the other shit that society has programmed into us <laughs> and our vibration naturally raises back. It naturally is. <laughs> that is so true. Cause like I've had a couple of friends who really have a misconception about abundance. My intention is to really just I just wanted them to know that it's not only focused on one area of our life. Like mm -hmm. you said, it's it's all the areas of our life, like yeah. love, relationships. So every time I feel like when I reflect every weekend, I always say, I feel so abundant in my life. <laughs> I and love it's that. my relationships. So it's like I've been really manifesting things greatly ever since I work with you. So I'm so grateful for you. I just want to know, like, who are the people who how many do you want to say that influenced you to start this journey? Mm, wow. There's so many. <laughs> I can give a list of a hundred. Um, I would say the very first person that influenced me was um, a couple years ago when I was like in the middle of my rock bottom stage in my life. I was working at a hostel in Mexico, uh, like six days a week just to afford to live in Mexico. And at that time there was someone else who was working at the hostel and he took me to the beach, taught me to meditate and gave me the book, a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. And that changed my entire life. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Right. That was my like intro to like, Whoa, like there's something to this. There's something more to life than what I can see with my eyes. And I had like incredible, my most incredible meditation experiences were that first week when I first learned to meditate. And I read that book probably three times in one week. And so that was my first intro into, into all of this. Um, and that kind of got me from like totally skeptical to like, there's something to this. So yeah. that's the first person that changed my life. Um, people that helped me get into manifestation. 
I don't know if you know who James Widmore is, but he is a podcast host. He teaches business. So when I was in my corporate job, I used to listen to his podcast like crazy. Um, And he kind of teaches, he doesn't teach manifestation specifically, but really a lot of mindset. Mm -hmm. And that was also my intro to the manifestation world. I was a skeptic. So I didn't, in the beginning, I wasn't drawn to straight up manifestation stuff because that scared me. I was like, oh, that's so woo woo. That's crazy. Like I'm not ready for that. So I was drawn to, to mindset stuff and the mindset stuff, like the James, what James Wedmore would teach was kind of like my foot into manifestation because when it comes down to it, mindset, a lot of mindset is truly manifestation work, right? Just under a different name. It feels more scientific. Like this is accepted, you know, um, I won't get made fun of for like learning about mindset. And so that was like kind of my foot into the manifestation world was learning about, about mindset more recently. The third person that's really changed my life and helped me to really dive into this is, um, on Instagram. She's Mia magic, like M I A M A G I K. She was my first, um, like real long-term one-on-one coach where we would like dive deep into shadow work. And that changed my entire life because that was my, while it wasn't us learning manifestation together, it really, that's what it was, right? Because when you do this deep work, you dive into the shadow, you're clearing out everything that's holding down your vibration. And so she kind of helped me to feel safe to be my authentic self for the first time ever in my entire life. And that kind of paved the path for me to help others do the same and hold that space. And that was kind of my first introduction to like manifestation is so much more than positive thinking. And, you know, we really have to dive into the shadow side to truly manifest. And that was kind of my intro into that. Right. I love that. Like, it sounds so magical at the same time. I feel like I relate to your first experience with the book with Eckhart Tolle because the first ever book that introduced me to spirituality and meditation is Eckhart Tolle as well, Mm, which was like um, seven years ago in a vegan shop in San Rafael. And it's the power of now. Speaking of this mentor, I know they really influenced you so much to who you are and what you're doing right now with your career. What made you push through this career? And what was that aha moment? Like, oh, this is my purpose. And this is Mm. what I wanted to do. So it's interesting because when people ask me how I started this business, it's like, I didn't ever really intend to have a manifestation business or be a coach. Like it kind of just found me. So I started my podcast about a year and a half ago and I had the intention of it being a plant-based health and wellness podcast. I even recorded like five episodes about that, never published them because I didn't like them. And it ended up turning into spirituality and manifestation, but it just was what excited me. I was following what made me really excited and that was it. And I never intended to make money off of it. Never intended to start a business, just wanted something that was fun and helped people. And that was my only intention for it. And I had my podcast for probably four or five months before I started my business, but started sharing more on Instagram about manifestation because it was changing my life. And they had people reach out to me and ask me to coach them. Um, And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Like I'm not a coach. I don't have experience in that. I was really nervous, but I just, you know, I made this promise to myself in December of 2018 that I would surrender to the universe and say yes to whatever showed up um, if it excited me as long as no matter how terrified I was as long as I was excited about it I would say yes so I was like well this makes me kind of excited because I love manifestation but I'm scared shitless but you know I'm just gonna say yes because I I made a promise to myself that I would that I wouldn't let my fear control my life and so I said yes and those first coaching sessions I gave people who reached out to me changed my whole life Cause that was the like aha moment of, wow, I'm really good at this. Yeah. This makes me feel good. I love this. 
Um, I need to keep doing this. And that was the beginning of like, maybe this, there's something here and how can I help more people? And that's when I kind of birthed my academy was mm. how can I help more people? Cause doing one-on-ones, I can only reach so many people and I want to make a huge effect in the world. I want to help thousands of people. And mm. so that's why I created something that can reach hundreds of people at one time. And that's kind of what got me here. Um, it just, I kept following what made me excited over and over and over and, at the same time, everything that made me excited also made me scared, which is how that's like that magic combination that, you know, you're like in your purpose when you're excited, but scared at the same time. (laughs) Wow. Like I honestly, like that is so exciting. And at the same time for me, like when you said on the last part on week nine, follow what excites you and do what is your being, you being you. I I don't know if I said that correctly, but that kind of like made me realize ever since I started dancing, it always made me so excited. I felt like I quantum leaped from not being a dancer to manifesting a good dancer. And then now like podcasting, it made me so scared. But also you said, know your wise, like, what is it for? What, what are you trying to give out or acts of service? So I, I really appreciate you sharing that because I feel like I resonated with so much what I'm doing right now. I feel like, and ever since I launched this, I just want to say that people are giving me good feedback. (gasps) Yeah. So that's why I'm so excited to share them about you because you've been really one of the biggest influential people who really helped me to manifest who I am right now. Last question also. Oh, actually two questions. Okay. <laughs> is there like any advice to people who are still, you know, stuck in their 3D reality or just like in this human um, purpose that they think what they're doing is their purpose? Um, can you just give them like an advice how to have that awakening or just like find what makes them, you know, excited and passionate about or not be fearful about it? I would say separate purpose from money. Um, separate thinking that your purpose or your, your career or whatever it is, like has to be attached to making a lot of money because the fact is money is the effect of the energy of abundance, not the effect of the career path or quote unquote purpose that you choose or you step into. And so when we separate money from it, like in the beginning, I started my podcast, not because I was going to make money, not because I had intention of having a business, just because I was excited about it. And that led me, I like surrendered my way to, to creating this business that led me to where I am now. Is so when you take money out of the picture, you can get like bypass a lot of our programming around money that leads us down the wrong path and just focus on what makes you feel good. Like don't make it about your career. Like, do you get excited about coloring? Like, do you get excited about like learning about butterflies? Like what actually makes you excited and like lights you up? And I think my biggest piece of advice is tune back into what you loved when you were a child, as young as you can remember, right? Before society really got to you and you learned what it meant to be a successful adult and a thriving member of society and, you know, wanting to please the people around you and, you know, climb the social ladder that's programmed into all of us. What did you love before all of that? And, um, how can you reconnect with that in your life without putting the pressure on of, of having to make money or having it be a career? Can you just immerse yourself in what excites you? And when you do that, you're going to naturally be led to that is abundance, right? Being immersed in that without any attachment to an end result, that's abundance. That will lead you to the physical abundance. If you allow yourself to be guided there through total surrender to what feels good. Yes. Wow. That was such a great advice. <laughs> Okay, wow, that made me feel like empowered too because I, I felt 
small from what I'm doing in the beginning because I feel like it doesn't make money. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I have to really detach that mindset where you always have to think about what's making money. Mm -hmm. Think about what makes you happy, makes you excited, what what gives you so much abundance, which is like love, gratitude and all that. And Mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now, I don't feel... Ever since I started doing shadow work with you, I removed that mindset where I feel small. That doesn't make money. No, I feel I love great. That. I feel great what I'm doing right now. So thank you so much for that. Of course. And last question is, okay. uh, what is your advice for your 21-year-old self? Oh, wow. <laughs> my 21-year-old self. Oh, there's so much. Um, I think my biggest piece of advice would be there's no rush. Mm. Um there's no rush, slow down. Everything's going to work out in a way that you can never even imagine. You don't need to try to control everything. Um, you don't need to try to please anyone. Just let go of trying to control and let life guide you because life is fully supporting you. Even though you can't tell yet life, it like life is in full support of you and your highest good, but you have to just let life guide you. That would be my biggest piece of advice is just slow down, Stop trying to control everything and just be and enjoy this exact moment right now because it's where you're meant to be. Right. Wow. That's such a great advice because when I was 21, I was just rushing things, thinking about my future all the time. I have to be this and that. That is so true. We have to slow down and take every moment that what we're doing in the present moment. 100%. Thank you so much, Kristen. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Can you tell us where to connect with you other than, you know, like me putting it in the description? Of course. Uh, <laughs> so you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore at the end. Um, you can also find my podcast or YouTube channel. Same thing, Pursuit of Bliss. You can... I have a free manifestation group on Facebook. It's called the Manifesting Abundance Group. You can search that and add yourself there. And um, yeah, feel free to connect with me if this resonated with you at all. I love chatting with people in my DMs. So feel free to reach out. And just thank you so much for having me. And I'm so proud of you to see you and your transformation and this amazing podcast you're creating. And I'm so honored that you invited me as a guest. So thank you. Wow, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed it so much. And if you love this episode, please rate, subscribe, and tag me while you're tuning in. Let me know what you think because your feedback means a lot to me. It helps me grow. It helps me fuel more myself to be more inspired. And I appreciate that if you do. Also, if you want to follow Kristen and I, the links that you need to know is on the description below. And follow me on Instagram, and which is at Holy Cray Podcast or It's Cray. So see you again soon on the next episode. Gratefully, Cray.